When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome crypto fam to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. In today's show, lots to cover. I'm going to be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as the crypto market sentiment hit its highest point since Bitcoin's $69,000 all-time high. That's right. Also breaking news, BlackRock fined $2.5 million by the SEC for an incorrect investment disclosure. Also, BlackRock iShares Bitcoin ETF had mysteriously disappeared and then reappeared on the DTCC site. Also, BlackRock seeding a spot-based Bitcoin ETF as financial giant gears up to launch a Bitcoin trust. I'll be breaking down the latest updates from Bloomberg analysts, as well as the latest with Arthur Hayes. He says, this is the big trigger. It's time to bet big on Bitcoin. Also, breaking news, Fidelity, one of the world's largest asset managers with four and a half trillion in assets under management, says the Bitcoin price is heavily discounted. Not only that, but Fidelity revives their Bitcoin ETF prospects with an updated application, breathing new life into investor hopes. Let's freaking go. I'm also going to be sharing with you their $1 billion Bitcoin price prediction. And if you didn't know their CEO, Abigail Johnson, she's considered the most powerful woman in finance. In fact, she is the granddaughter of the original founder of Fidelity and is virtually the female version of Larry Fink. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. This is podcast episode number 1441. Welcome, fam. I'm your host, JV. And today is October 25th, 2023. We're on the cusp of 35,000, which we recaptured this morning, heading towards 40,000. Let's freaking go. Now, let's get this show into high gear and kick it off as we do each and every day with our market watch. As you can see here, the entire crypto market minus BNB and XRP are pumping. And in the greens, Solana is up 7%, trading above 32 bucks. Bitcoin up almost 3%, about to basically retest 35,000. It's been a roller coaster up and down. And I think if we clearly break 35 Gs, the next logical target is going to be 40 as a psychological resistance. We have Ether uh, hovering at around $1,800. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the crypto 
market cap is on the climb at 1.27 trillion. I can't wait to get back to above 3 trillion, which is approximately where we were in November of 2021. You can see the 24-hour volume at roughly 54 billion and the Bitcoin dominance on the rise, the highest I've seen it in a couple of years, now at 53.4% with the Ether dominance dwindling on the way down, now at its lowest I've seen in years, which is 17% and likely to dip into the 16 percentage range. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past week, we have Pepe Coin up a whopping 25%. We got scammed token FTT, how it even still exists is beyond me, but it's up 15% for the day. We have Hex up 18% and Chainlink up roughly 12%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, this is the highest we have seen it in a very long time, rated a 72 in greed. Yesterday was a 66, last week a 50, which is neutral, and last month a 47, which is neutral, which leads us to this headline, crypto market sentiment hit its highest point since Bitcoin's all-time high at $69,000, which we achieved uh, virtually all the way back in 2021 when we hit the cycle peak of 69 Gs in November. So there you have it, fam. How many of you are currently bullish on this King Crypto? How many of you are anticipating that God candle, which I would define as a $10,000 daily green candle on the Bitcoin chart? Let me know your thoughts right down below. And at the end of the show, make sure to read everyone's comments out loud and give you the recognition y'all deserve. And again, Welcome, y'all. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the King Crypto is likely to head next. Here we go. Bitcoin's price action is the talk of the town this week. And based on the current sentiment expressed by market participants across social media, that one could almost assume that the long-awaited bull market has already started. In fact, my theory, the bull started back at the bottom of last year when we hit that 15.7 low. Anyways, the Bitcoin price rallied by 16% between October 22nd and the 24th. Not too shabby as bearish traders using futures contracts found themselves liquidated and wrecked to the tune of $230 million. Shame on you for shorting Bitcoin first and foremost. One data point that stands out is the change of the Bitcoin open interest, which is a metric reflecting the the total number of futures contracts currently in play. The evidence suggests the Bitcoin shorts were taken by surprise October 22nd, but they were not employing excessive leverage. Now, during the rally, Bitcoin's futures open interest increased from $13 billion to $14 billion. This differs from August 17th, when the Bitcoin price dropped by 9.2% in 36 hours. The sudden movement caused $416 million in long liquidations, despite the lower percentage size price move. And at this time, Bitcoin's futures open interest decreased from 12 billion to 11 billion. Data seems to corroborate the gamma squeeze theory that is circulating, which implies that market makers had their stop losses chased. As pointed out here, the Bitcoin God candle lines up where dealers got blown out of short positioning between 32 and 33,000. This was a gamma squeeze, not organic. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. Now, Bitcoin. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Personality, not 
Chase Coleman explained on X that the arbitrage desks were likely forced to hedge the short positions after Bitcoin broke above 32 Gs, triggering the rally to 35,200, which is the current high. Now, the most significant issue with the short squeeze theory is the increase in the Bitcoin futures open interest. This indicates that even if there were relevant liquidations, the demand for new leverage positions outpaced and forced the closures. Now, let's discuss, did uh, CZ and BNB play a role in this Bitcoin price pump? Well, let's break it down. Another interesting theory from a user on X claims CZ used BNB as collateral for margin on Venus Protocol, which is a decentralized finance app after being forced to sell Bitcoin to shore up the price of the BNB token. So there you have it. But this is nothing more than speculation. So we don't know if this is a rumor or factual. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Now let's discuss the Bitcoin derivatives point to a healthy bull run and room for further gains. To understand how professional traders are currently positioned after the surprise rally, one should analyze the Bitcoin derivative metrics. So let's break it down. Normally, Bitcoin monthly futures trade at a 5 to 10% annualized premium compared to the spot markets, indicating that the sellers demand additional money to postpone the settlement. As we can see here in the Bitcoin one month, futures premium. Now, the Bitcoin futures premium reached 9.5% yesterday, October 24th, marking the highest level in over a year. But more notably, it broke above the 5% uh, neutral threshold, October 23rd, putting an end to the nine-week period, which was dominated by bearish sentiment and low demand for leverage long positions. Now, to assess whether the break above 34,000 has led to excessive optimism, traders should examine the Bitcoin options markets. When traders anticipate a drop, at the Bitcoin price, the delta 25% skew tends to rise above 7%, while periods of excitement typically see it dip below negative 7%. So the Bitcoin options 25% delta skew shifted from neutral to bullish October 19th and continued in this direction until it reached negative 18% October 22nd. This signaled extreme optimism with put options trading at a discount, and the current negative 7% level suggests a somewhat balanced demand between the buy and put options. Now, whatever triggered the surprise rally really prompted professional traders to move away from a period characterized by pessimism. However, it wasn't enough to justify excessive pricing for call options, which is a positive sign. And furthermore, there is no indication of excess leverage from the buyers as the futures premiums remain at a modest 8%. Now, despite the ongoing speculation regarding the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF, there is enough evidence to support a healthy influx of funds just justifying a rally beyond the $35,000 mark. That's right. This rally, in my humble opinion, is just getting started. And it took a lot of people by surprise because all the top ETF analysts are like 95% chance ETF approved January or before the halving of next year. But lo and behold, things can happen a lot faster than we anticipate. And things typically tend to play out this way in crypto. Like, when everyone least expect it, bada boom, bada bing, here we go, rip to the, you know, to the sky. And that's why I tell people, expect the unexpected. But anyways, fam, let me know if you're currently bullish or do you feel uh, Bitcoin's likely to pull back after all this momentum in the market? Do you think we'll potentially see a healthy pullback? Or are you still believing what Garrett Soloway says and we can hit sub $10,000? There's still a lot of perma bears out there calling for sub 20,000. I think personally, they're crazy, but that's just me. Let me know how you feel in the comments right down below. Now let's dive into the latest from BlackRock. They just recently got fined two and a half million dollars, which is probably equivalent to you getting fined two and a half cents because they're one of the wealthiest companies in the world, if not the wealthiest, controlling what, uh, 10 trillion? 
and assets under management. So let's break this down. It's interesting. The United States SEC fined investment advisor BlackRock a whopping two and a half million bucks, accusing it of failing to accurately describe the investments in the entertainment industry, which comprised a significant portion of a publicly traded fund, which it managed. According to the SEC filing between 2015 and 2019, BlackRock's multi-sector income trust made sizable investments in a print and advertising business called Averon Group that worked on one to two films annually through the loan facility. The SEC alleged that BlackRock incorrectly referred to Avron as a company that provided diversified financial services in a number of BIT's annual and semi-annual reports that were made available to investors publicly. Now, the SEC also alleges that BlackRock misrepresented Averon's interest rate by claiming it was higher than it actually was. However, the asset manager discovered these errors in 2019 and corrected information about Averon's investment in the following years. Now, Andrew Dean, who is the co-chief of the Enforcement Division's Asset Management Unit at the SEC, said the investment advisors have a responsibility to provide accurate, vital info about the assets of the funds which it manages and BlackRock failed to do so with Averon Investment. Now, BlackRock agreed to pay that 2.5 million penalty, aka slap on the wrist, for the incorrect investment disclosure agreement. Although the investment was unrelated to the crypto ecosystem, the world's largest asset manager has been in the crypto spotlight, obvious, for its proposed spot Bitcoin ETF. The SEC charges against BlackRock for investment disclosure failure came the same day as its spot Bitcoin ETF was noticed listed on the the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation listing promoting many to believe the Bitcoin approval is near, which is going to lead us into our next story of the day. Because what's so interesting about all this, it appeared here, disappeared, and reappeared. So what's the shenanigans currently going on, right? Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now, senior Bloomberg ETF analyst Eric Balchunez called the DTCC listing all a part of the process of bringing a crypto ETF to the market. However, within hours of the listing, the spot ETF was removed from the platform and reappeared within hours, creating even more confusion amongst the crypto community. However, a DTCC spokesperson later confirmed that the iShares Bitcoin ETF has been listed on the platform since August and said the move is not indicative of any regulatory approval. And so they say, and if it was, you know, uh, a sign of regulatory approval, do you think they would tell you? Probably not, as they can care less, uh, you know, what you do. They care about their own bags and their own investments at the end of the day. And they don't want to make a big announcement because then everyone would front run them in their positions. And personally, I think a part of this pumpage is clearly all the excitement from the BlackRock ETF, as well as Fidelity, you know, Van Eck, 21 shares, and the list goes on and on as there's literally a dozen of them awaiting 
to be approved by the SEC. So now let's dive in a little deeper into this BlackRock Bitcoin ETF and the latest news and why it's appearing and disappearing and what this all truly means uh, for the industry. So yeah, the ticker for BlackRock Spot Bitcoin ETF, which is IBTC, was reappeared on the DTCC website after disappearing for a few hours, leaving a lot of people like dumbfounded on X. The price of Bitcoin surged in yearly highs following the October 23rd surprise appearance of IBTC on the website. So that's all it took for this massive pump. It was just like, yo, BlackRock is making moves behind the scenes. That's all people needed to know. With markets frenzying over a sign of potential soon to come, spot Bitcoin ETFs. Now, when the ticker quietly disappeared from the site just a few hours later, the Bitcoin price slumped nearly 3%. So that's an indicator that all eyes are on the BlackRock ETF fam, indicating that much of the trading activity seems to be hinged on watching ETF-related developments. That, my friend, is a fact. Now, senior Bloomberg ETF analyst Val Chunez pointed out that the drama around the IPT listing seemed to be reasonable or responsible for briefly crashing the DTCC website because everyone was checking it out. It couldn't handle the volume. So like everyone in crypto, refresh, refresh. What is BlackRock doing, right? Now the DTCC doesn't typically witness this level of attention, clearly, Balchunas explained, which speaks to the uniqueness and intensity of this entire saga. Let's go. Now upon the IBTC relisting, one Twitter user highlighted that the previous listing showed a Y under the create redeem column while the new listing had an N, which is quite interesting, right? As Joe Light shares here, one significant change in the DTCC iShares Bitcoin Trust listing I see here, the original listing on the right had a Y under create redeem. This one has an N. What does that mean? And they tagged uh, Safefart as well as Balchunez and saying he believes it indicates BlackRock is getting everything ready to launch. And if and when they get the SEC approval, we all know that's inevitable, fam. Now, the end just means it's not open to create redeem because it is not live yet, according to Safeheart. Now, an October 25th Reuters report, which was published today, revealed the IBTC listing was added to the DTC site back in August, as we touched upon a little bit ago. But the DTCC spokesperson said it's a standard practice for it to add securities to the NSCC security eligibility file in preparation for the launch of a new ETF to the market. Quoting him here, appearing on the list is not indicative of an outcome for any outstanding regulatory or other approval process. So they're trying to keep these prices suppressed clearly. They don't want things to go too crazy right now, it seems, in my humble opinion. But we will be keeping a close watch on what transpires with these uh, Bitcoin ETFs. So there you have it, fam. Which ETF do you feel will likely get the green light first from the SEC? Let me know your thoughts, fam. And shout out again to everyone. We're pumping towards 35,000. Hopefully, we can break this for good and maintain above it, flip that resistance into a support and march on up to 40,000, which is the next psychological level of resistance. And it's inevitable, fam. Now is a sign of the times. October is here and definitely did not disappoint. Bitcoin is now up officially over 100% since the start of the year. You got to love it. And this is still considered a bear year because the bull doesn't officially kick off really and sincerely until the Bitcoin halving, which takes place in April of 2024, roughly six months out. 
Now, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss this ETF launch. I mean, all eyes are clearly on the ETFs uh, right now. So let's break this down. And uh, yeah, heads up as well. ARK 21 shares I shared yesterday because I saw breaking news. ARK spot Bitcoin ETF is also now listed on the DTCC as listed here. I mean, it looks like it appeared. It's right there. This post started to blow up 884 hearts, 169 retweets. But I saw this article today and they claim, no, the ARK 21 share spot Bitcoin ETF is not listed on the DTCC website, which is very interesting to me and a little confusing. So let's just touch upon what it shares here. October 25th, numerous high profile crypto accounts, including Mike Alfred, which is where I saw it initially. Uh, and they even mentioned myself here, crypto news alerts and others posted screenshots that the ARK 21 shares joint spot ETF was listed on the DTCC site. However, none of the screenshots showed the correct ticker for the spot Bitcoin ETF, instead showing tickers related to future products. The most recent amended filing for ARK spots Bitcoin ETF from October 11th showed the fund was trading using the ticker ARK B. But as as of today, the section of the DTCC site showing all the current ETF listings shows no listing under that uh, ticker ARK. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. B. So there you have it. So again, we don't know. This is speculation. I was just following other news sources, but maybe it's not officially listed. There could be a lot of shenanigans going on behind the scenes, but trying to suppress the price. Who really knows? But just as a heads up, I wanted to clear the air on that because the last thing I want to do is share fake news because I assume this to be true because again, it looks totally legit here and it shows you ARC A again versus ARC B. So we'll keep you posted with the latest developments as this unravels. And with that being shared, now for the latest from Arthur Hayes and his big bet on Bitcoin. If you didn't know, he is a Bitcoin billionaire. He is the co-founder of the derivatives exchange, BitMEX, which was once the largest, and then the regulators, the SEC targeted it. And then I think they wanted FTX to take over as their patsy with Bankman-Fried in the driver's seat. Clearly, that didn't work out so well for the SEC. But nonetheless, Arthur Hayes has been making some very bullish predictions that the Bitcoin price can soar between 750000 to a million dollars per coin. So let's break down the latest from Arthur Hayes, and then we'll dive into our featured story of the day, which is the $1 billion Bitcoin price prediction from Fidelity, one of the largest asset managers in the entire world. Shout out to Arthur Hayes. Bitcoin faces a trigger moment that keeps the $1 million price tag in play, one of its household names say. In a blog post titled, uh, titled the Periphery, released October 24th yesterday, Hayes, the former CEO of crypto exchange BitMEX, said the Bitcoin is already warning the markets about the future. Now, with the United States increasingly invested into new wars, the risk of escalation worldwide continues to grow. The timing is conspicuous. The United States Fed faces persisting inflation, but has halted interest rate hikes, while a so-called bear steepener looms 
on the economy. The structural hedging needs the banks and the borrowing needs of the U.S. war machine reflexively feed to one another in the U.S. Treasury market. Here's what he wrote. If long-term U.S. Treasury bonds offer no safety for the investors, then their money will seek out alternatives. Gold, and most importantly, Bitcoin will because begin rising on the true fears of global wartime inflation. That's right. The writing is already on the wall. Bitcoin's already up 15% for the week, and the gains followed U.S. President Biden's address to the nation on the Ukraine and Israel wars. Now the blog post reiterates directly after the Biden speech, Bitcoin, along with gold, is rallying against a backdrop of an aggressive sell-off in the long-end U.S. treasuries. This isn't speculation as to an ETF being approved. This is Bitcoin discounting a future. Very inflation global world war situation. Hayes is well known for his predictions on how the global economics will play out post-COVID and subsequent inflationary years. And as part of the knock-on effects for Bitcoin, a $1 million Bitcoin price tag currently in play. Something repeated on social media this week. This will come as a result of the so-called yield curve control, the ultimate move in controlled economics already beginning to rear its head in Japan. Quoting Hayes here, the bond vigilantes are yelling, down with the dollar. Look out for my spicy essay, The Periphery, dropping this week, where I discuss Hamas versus Israel war, the U.S. Treasury market, and Bitcoin. And then he says that yield curve equals $1 million Bitcoin in full effect, Yahtzee. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Crypto Hayes. He also says, and the end game, when yields get too high, it is for the Fed to end all pretense that the U.S. Treasury market is a free market. Rather, it will become what it truly is, a Pokemon village, where the Fed fixes the level of interest at politically expedient levels. And he concludes, once everybody realizes the game we are playing, the Bitcoin and crypto bull market will be in full swing. This is the trigger. And it's time to start rotating out of the short-term U.S. Treasury bills and into crypto. Preach. Now, macro concerns are becoming ever more vocal this quarter, thanks to the increasing presence of war. Now, billionaire investor Ray Dalio, founder of the world's largest hedge fund, Bridgewater Associates, recently put the odds of a World War III scenario developing at 50%, quoting the legendary billionaire here. I hope that the leaders of the great powers will wisely step back from the brink, even while they must prepare to be strong enough to successfully fight and win the hot war. In my opinion, for this to go well, not only will the restraint of the participants be tested, but alliances that are prone to draw in non-fighting parties will also be tested. That is because being allied and helpful to allied countries in these brutal wars is always very costly and raises the risk of being drawn fully into war. That's how the local wars spread into world wars. So there you have it, fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the billionaire investor Ray Dalio, as well as billionaire investor, the one and only Arthur Hayes. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our breaking story of the day and discuss one of the largest asset managers in the world, which is Fidelity, currently controlling $4.5 trillion in assets under management. And their $1 billion Bitcoin price prediction, as well as their latest news with their ETF application. And shout out to their CEO, Abigail Johnson, who is considered the most powerful woman in finance, virtually the Larry Fink of finance as a woman. You know what I mean? Which is a pretty big deal. She is actually the granddaughter of the original founder of Fidelity. And if you don't know, now you know who that lady is on that thumbnail. But anyways, let's break this down, fam. 
News just in. Fidelity says that the Bitcoin price is heavily discounted. I'd have to agree with them 110%. Here's a brand new article just published. Fidelity revives their Bitcoin ETF prospects with updated app, breathing new life into investor hopes, all eyes on ETF. So let's break this down. As you know, ETFs are investment funds users can buy and sell on the stock exchanges, similar to individual stocks. They allow traders to invest in a variety of assets, including stocks, bonds, and in this case, the king crypto, Bitcoin. Let's go. ETFs are designed to follow the performance of a specific index, asset, or commodity. Bitcoin, as we know, gets more and more popular, and traditional investors and asset managers are eager to introduce a Bitcoin ETF to the market. We have the total addressable market sitting north of $700 trillion, and Bitcoin can't wait to tap into that. Let's get it. Bitcoin ETF would let the investors get involved with the famous crypto without actually owning it. This makes it easier for traditional investors to enjoy the crypto game. That's right. Bring it. Fidelity, the highly respected name in finance, has made a big move by updating its application. Fidelity's recent ETF update pays special attention to reducing the risks associated with Bitcoin ETFs. The crypto market is known for price swings, and Fidelity understands the potential impact on investors. Addressing these risks is crucial to making a Bitcoin ETF work well and last. The crypto community has been waiting eagerly, to say the least, for this Bitcoin ETF to become a reality for years. In fact, it's now been 10 years since the first ETF application got disproved by the SEC. And even though the SEC has rejected the previous apps, the desire for an ETF tracking Bitcoin remains stronger than ever. A Bitcoin ETF offers a more stable, regulated way for the investors to join the crypto world. If you're not familiar with ETFs, they're like investment funds that you can buy and sell stock exchanges, similar, again, to individual stocks, allowing you to uh, invest. So anyways, the institutional interests and regulatory shifts are amongst us right now as we're witnessing in real time. Recently, there was this awesome uh, thread which was shared. It shows Fidelity manages four and a half trillion assets under management with 43 million investors trusting in Fidelity. And they recently published a new research explaining why investors should buy Bitcoin. Here are 10 key takeaways why investors should buy Bitcoin by Fidelity. Number one, Fidelity finds Bitcoin is the best money. That's fact. It is perfect money. Quoting them here from their report, Bitcoin clearly possesses a lot of good qualities of money combining the scarcity and durability of gold with the ease of use, storage, and transportability of fiat. And you compare that with fiat currency alongside gold, and Bitcoin is just superior, checking all of the boxes, making it a no-brainer. Next, they share, Fidelity explains the virtuous cycle of Bitcoin, quoting them again, this Bitcoin network competition is likely to result in a winner-take-all scenario as the network grows and becomes more valuable. And guess who is the winner that takes all? You guessed it, it's Bitcoin fam. Next up, they share, Fidelity compares Bitcoin to the wheel, quoting them again, the invention of the wheel represented an entirely new technology that, once invented, could never be reinvented. Similarly, never in human history had the problem of peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash been solved until Bitcoin. Damn right. Bitcoin, so innovative, it's a game changer. Fidelity is amazed that Bitcoin survived. Quoting them here, every minute, hour, day, and year that Bitcoin survives increases its chances of continuing into the future. People would probably underestimate all the negative events that Bitcoin has already endured. That's right. Over 10,000 times the mainstream media has announced Bitcoin dead, right? With all the media FUD. Anyway, they also share Fidelity provides hard numerical data showing how secure the Bitcoin network is compared to other coins. 
facts, quoting them here, in terms of sheer computational power required to alter the network's consensus, Bitcoin far exceeds any remaining proof-of-work competitors. And I heard Andreas Antonopoulos address the question like five years ago, can any powerful nation-state attack and destroy Bitcoin? The answer, no, it's too powerful. The hash rate is too strong. The more you attack the Bitcoin network, the stronger it becomes. So it has uh, achieved what I call the escape velocity. Now back to Fidelity, they compare Bitcoin to the internet, quoting them from the report. The internet protocol suite known as TCPIP is an open source based layer where apps on top which to be built. So owning Bitcoin would be akin to being able to own the base layer of the internet. So how many of you hodl Bitcoin? Congratulations, because you own a piece of the internet, only better. Also, as shared here, Fidelity writes, Bitcoin continues to dominate the market cap of all competing cryptocurrency tokens. That's right. There is now a 51% attack on the altcoin market as the Bitcoin dominance continues to climb and the Ether dominance continues to decline. I firmly feel Bitcoin is likely to outpace Ether this cycle, but let me know your thoughts, fam. And as they share here, Fidelity agrees the Bitcoin is useful. It appears at this point, the Bitcoin has found a role in the digital asset ecosystem as a scarce store value asset at the very least. You're damn right. They also share, Fidelity concludes the Bitcoin should be considered first and separate from all other digital assets that have followed it. I agree there 100%. As Michael Saylor once said, there is no second best. And to watch or read this entire research study by Fidelity, check the show notes below the video in the description. Now for their billion dollar price prediction. I'm not making this up. Again, don't shoot the messenger. People may comment, yo, you're crazy, JV, to even put out there that Bitcoin can reach a billion bucks. Again, don't shoot the messenger. This is coming from Fidelity, one of the world's largest asset managers. We have Jurian Timmer, director of Global Macro of Fidelity, put forth the notion Bitcoin has the potential to reach a billion dollars per coin in roughly two decades by the year 2038, to be exact. That's right. And to support his forecast, Timmer employed a combination of models and charts, which we're going to break down, with a particular focus on the infamous stock-to-flow model, as well as his own demand model. These analytical tools form the foundation of his primary billion-dollar price prediction. Now, this model in the chart you see on your screen employs Metcalfe's law. So according to this, the number of its users grow linearly. A network's value, uh, the Bitcoin price, grows geometrically. This means that the utility and the adoption of Bitcoin are expected to grow more rapidly compared to its network of users, exchanges, ATMs, and the participating retailers. Therefore, this Bitcoin price model predicts Bitcoin will reach $1 million by the year 2030, actually right in alignment with Kathy Wood of ARK Invest, as that is there virtually between their base case and their bullish case. And they even have their bearish case, ARK Invest, at 250000 ish in that ballpark. So in contrast, Timmer's stock the flow model notes the event of significant price surges during each halving event. And consequently, when considering this model in conjunction with the other factors, it foresees a price range of a million dollars to $10 million per coin by the year 2030. Uh, Timmer's demand model is more inclined towards reflecting the bottom of the Bitcoin price. But on the other hand, the stock to flow model seems to provide a better approximation for the peak of the king coin. However, it's worth noting that the disparity between these two models widens significantly beyond the year 2030. The reason behind the gap is expected to be the changing value of the dollar. I also want to point out really quick that according to the stock to flow model, you know, Plan B is the creator of that model. It was historically so accurate up until the last 
you know, uh, having things kind of switched a bit. We had the black swan event, so forth. We had the FTX collapse and Luna, but nonetheless, stock the flow. I know it's a wide gap, but they're predicting a range between $100,000 per coin and a million dollars per coin post 2024 having virtually meaning from the years 2024 to 2025 stock. The flow is pointing out somewhere between a hundred thousand and a million dollars per coin. I just wanted to point that out. Now, how changes in the dollar could greatly impact the influence of the Bitcoin price action? Here's where you got to pay close attention because here's where things drastically change. Timmer proposes the value of the dollar undergoes fluctuations over time when compared to other assets, which is true. For instance, if a dollar were invested in stocks during the 18th century, its present day value would be roughly $4 billion. Similarly, Timmer implied that if a million dollars was invested today, it can grow to a billion dollars in a span of 20 years. This further revealed that the purchasing power of the dollar is significantly reduced due to factors like inflation and depreciation. Preach. Thus, Timmer's statement implied that keeping a fixed amount of dollars for many years may lead to reduced purchasing power due to the assets changing value. So over the last few years, an increasing number of companies are taking over that trillion dollar market cap. And as a result, it's foreseeable within the next couple of decades, the concept of a trillion dollar valuation will become more and more common. So is this milestone still currently achieved? for Bitcoin. Let's break it down. Despite Bitcoin's historical growth, it had recently faced a significant setback. As we know, setbacks are just setting yourself up for the future. When we have corrections in the market, the hash rate continues to grow. TikTok next block and Bitcoin couldn't really get much stronger. We also have to consider the BRICS alliance and the de-dollarization, you know what I mean, as countries around the world are stepping away from the U.S. dollar. So if we had a collapsed dollar and hyperinflation like we're kind of witnessing right now over in Argentina and countries like that, yeah, billion-dollar Bitcoin can become a reality a lot faster than many of you think. It all depends upon the power of the dollar. But one thing is for sure, as long as there's wars going on and they have excuses to print more and more money, it's just going to depreciate that value of the dollar and Bitcoin's going to grow so much stronger as again, all these fiat currencies will eventually go to zero against Bitcoin. So there you have it, fam. What are your thoughts on Fidelity's predictions and their report on why you should buy Bitcoin? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!